What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. Thank you for staying with us here on Money FM 89.3. We had the, the beautiful game earlier on. Now it's time for Beautiful Places every Saturday here on Weekend Mornings with uh, Neil Humphreys, award-winning author who's written so many books about Singapore, loves the island, has been here for many years. And this week, Neil, mm. it's Haji Lane. It's one of my uh, favorite places of Singapore and a, a unique place. It is a unique place. And I refused to go there for many years. In fact, I was certain, Jason, I was going to absolutely hate the place. And I'll tell you why very quickly. I mean, it had its real renaissance, resurgence, if you like, in the mid-2000s when uh, the, the independent boutiques started to move in and the small cafes and, and, and so on and so on. And my wife started to go there first and she would come back to me and say, oh, you'd, you'd like it. It's not what you think. It's not what you think. I was certain it was going to be the, the joysticks and the incense candles and oh, I've got no time for that potpourri nonsense. You know, because the thing is, Jason... I, you say award with an author, and that's great, but I'm still the working-class guy from <laughs> a council housing estate, and mm. he sometimes has a tendency to go into shops and say, $200 for a tablecloth? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Right. So I'm worried that that Neil Humphreys is going to come out and embarrass my wife. So you think it was too atas for you? Yeah, too atas, too holy-end, mm-hmm. to use the hockey-end, you know, mm. too, too arrogant, too high-end, yeah. Yeah. too elitist. And also the other thing is, the opposite of that is, the complete, I'm a sucker for these shops because... I grew up, as I say, I used to work in my father, uh, my uncle's uh, working class cafe, what we call mm. a greasy spoon yep. in the UK. So you get the fry up there. That's or whatever. it, eggs yep. and bacon for the construction workers. Mm. And I watched that business die, mm. you know, with no customers and all that. So whenever I go into one of these shops, Jason, and they have no business, I have a tendency to buy everything because I feel <laughs> sorry for them. I'll tell you a very quick story that's relevant and it's funny. When I was in Australia, you get a lot of door-to-door salesmen mm. and this woman came to what my- are they selling? Vacuuming? Yes. Yeah, right. How did you know? <laughs> I just guessing. This woman came to my house, Jason, and she was selling a vacuum cleaner that was three and a half thousand dollars. Right? That is expensive. For a va- I already had a perfectly good vacuum. <laughs> she came into my house. She gave me and my wife the spiel, the employing eyes, and she said, "If I sell this vacuum cleaner, I'll get the commission, and I can take my son to the Gold Coast." We got to buy the vacuum cleaner. Oh, trick. I said to my wife, "We got to buy." a sucker. And, and that was the thing: mm. the sucking power of this thing. <laughs> It could take my eyeball out. And I said, but, but my wife, I said, but look, it's got our eye gauging, gouging capabilities. We don't need a three and a half thousand vacuum cleaner. So that was the reason I didn't go to Haji Lane mm. initially, because mm. I thought I was going to be suckered into buying stuff because I feel sorry for them. Anyway, mm. for one of my books, I went down there because I heard so much about it. And the first thing I saw was a phone that was shaped as a telephone box on top of Charles Dickens' books. Mm. I thought, I'm going to like this place. <laughs> it's staffed. <laughs> right. I saw picture frames that were shaped as a Volkswagen Combi, you know, the, mm. the popular car in Australia. Oh, yeah, I love them. So it was kitsch, it was cheesy, it was tacky. Mm. I loved it. Mm. I thought it was all going to be joss sticks and incense candles. There was a bit of that. Look, mm. if you want to get $25 cocktails, Haji Lane's the place. Yeah. But also, equally... If you want a $10 set meal at lunchtime and listen to some good jazz, if you want to go to a boutique where you can buy three tops for $10, mm. you can also get that in Haji mm. Lane. So that's what I liked about it. It had the contrast. Yes, there were some elitist high-end boutiques, but there was some nice, kitschy, cheap uh, stuff, you know, the throwaway stuff, like you get in the flea markets yes. of Covent Garden mm. or uh, St Kilda in Melbourne yes. and so on. So it had both ends of the spectrum that I found really endearing. It had the high end, it had the low end, it had the mm. middle. And also, just the architecture. Let's get back, you know, the two-story shop houses, all restored. 
Beautiful. Beautiful restored places. It's got the history there. They claim that the name Haji Lane comes from the fact that people would stay there before they would go on the Hajj to, to, mm, to, to go right, to Mecca. Right, makes so sense. it'd be like a stop stopover mm. point for Muslims on the way to Mecca. So it's got the history there. It's got the culture there. It's got a fabulous jazz club there, if you like your music. It's got a vibrant music scene. But most importantly of all, it's got Volkswagen combi picture frames. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that stuff. It's tacky. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, it's quirky. And I, I actually have nothing but praise for it. And also, I must say briefly, it's all run by often families, mm. young Singaporeans. Independent people. Independent people. There's no franchises mm. there. There's no conglomerates. There's no corporate brands. You're not going to yeah. get your American fast food joints there. No. It's all predominantly native shopkeepers, indigenous fare. Often selling rubbish, but I like a bit of rubbish. My apartment is filled with rubbish, so I like it. I have a huge soft spot for it. Do you Fun- like it? I like it. I like it. Funny that you mentioned Volkswagen Combi because my youngest brother got married in a Volkswagen Combi. <laughs> See, I like him already. <laughs> and I was the best man, so uh, we have all these pictures of uh, him and his bride uh, traveling in a Volkswagen Combi. They're actually expecting their first child uh, in a few days' time, so... That's my connection. I like, if I see a Volkswagen Combi, I'll probably buy it as well, a, a miniature one. And do you know they're worth a fortune? Are if they? you get a restored original Volkswagen Combi, because mm. I looked into it, because I think they're great. They're, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, they're like mini caravans on wheels. You Correct. Know, they've got a small bed in there. Sometimes yeah. they have a cooker in there, a mini cooker. We don't uh, really see them in Singapore, do we? No. I've mm. seen one. Mm. Uh, what you see, actually, there's a, we, we should talk about beautiful places. I don't have the name to hand, but there is a retro cafe somewhere. I'll find out and I'll talk about mm. it one week, where they do have them outside. Ah. And last week, uh, last week we mentioned National Day, didn't we? Yes. And I went to the National Museum, and there was a retrofitted uh, Volkswagen Combi set up to sell burgers, oh, which fantastic. was fantastic. Oh, Another okay. Singaporean thing, oh. and it was great. Now I love the Combi. Mm. I looked into buying it, but I was quoted fifty thousand dollars. And then that put oh, right, me right off. Right. Yeah, you know. yeah, that's a lot of money. But I mean, I, I'm a bit like you. I kind of resisted Arab Street and that whole yeah. area. Not not deliberately, but I just was more in tune with Chinatown, Little India, mm. uh, you know, Geylang Sarai. Uh, and I kind of discovered it fairly late. I think it was part of the fact that I lived in Malaysia for a while and being in that kind of Muslim exactly. environment. And I was more aware of it. And I, of course, it's a great place to go down to break fast uh, when, yes. when, when Ramadan is on. Uh, so, it, yeah, look, you can be in, in a Haji Lane and that whole area and you don't feel like you're in Singapore. No, it has a, you're right, it has a real Malay Muslim vibe and so much the better for it. I mean, the issue I had with it initially, my, my inverted snobbery, if you like, I knew that obviously if we go back decades, even centuries, it was always the Muslim quarter. Mm. Poorer Muslim families lived there. Yep. And I was worried there was going to be another example of poorer Muslim working class families being pushed out as gentrification came in and took over. Now, I'm not going to lie. Yes, it is quite trendy and chic and all the rest of it. But it's still a predominantly uh, Malay area. You feel like you're in a very colourful, vibrant Malay world. But not just Malay, very Middle Eastern. Yes, that's true. You've got your your Persian rugs all there and all that. So it's got a very Middle Eastern Arabic vibe. Yeah, Lebanese, uh, all that sort of stuff. And the cuisines are all there. You've got your Middle Eastern, you mentioned Lebanese cuisine, Mm. Turkish cuisine. Yep. It's all there. It's a great place to eat. It's a great place to hang out. And it's a good place to get rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we look at the history of it. It was back in the, I guess, the 1800s that the shop houses of yes, it was. Haji Lane were most commonly used 
for the Hajj pilgrims uh, whilst on their journeys. And I guess from the 70s onwards, it became a lot more fashionable. Yeah, and really hit a peak in the mid-2000s, I think, when the, the fashionistas moved in and the, and the cafes and all the rest of it. Look, if you want to get a bowl of broccoli soup for <laughs> 7 or $8, Hajji Lane's the place. You know, if you want to get a $25 cocktail, Hajji Lane's mm. the place. But I would urge... You know, Singaporeans who maybe don't go there, you know, look in the nooks and crannies. There are plenty mm. there. You can get a nice set meal there. You can sit outside. They've kept the murals. They've got those beautiful painted murals on the cafes there, particularly the Jazz Cafe. In fact, interestingly, there was a recent furora, to use the media mm. word, because the Urban Redevelopment Authority, the URA, at one point wanted to get that vibrant mural that's over the Blue Jazz Cafe, yep. the really famous one. I know one. where that is, yeah. They wanted to paint over it oh. to restore the shop house to how it, should look, how it looked originally. There was a debate, there was a petition, and fair play to the URA, they backed down, you mm. know. But I like that. I like the fact that the shopkeepers, uh, the residents, the, the patrons, they all got together, you know, and they signed a, a, a peaceful petition and they had a discussions with the various officials and they agreed it added to the vibrancy of the area and they kept it. So don't just go to the shops and the bars and the cafes. Go down the side streets around Haji Lane, mm. the very narrow side streets. And they get me quite nostalgic, Jason, because they remind me of the cobbled side streets of London yep. and even Melbourne, for that yes, matter. Yes. Yeah, parts of it have a very Melbourneian vibe. Mm. I actually prefer it to Melbourne, <laughs> but don't tell anybody. So oh. I was pleasantly surprised with Haji Lane. When I came away, I had a load of kitsch and I didn't have a $3,000 vacuum cleaner, so my wife was very happy. All right, so head down to Haji Lane. That's the message uh, from Neil Humphreys. This has been Beautiful Places here on Weekend Mornings, 89.3 Money FM.